This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Hawkside Guns Podcast. This is Sean and Jake, and welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for downloading. So, uh, you know, I mentioned a while back that uh, Cabela's, because of all the rioting, uh, which is what you call it when people throw bricks and set shit on fire. Excuse me. That was peaceful protest, Daniel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, peaceful with bricks. (laughs) And firebombing. (laughs) It's just a general chaos is peaceful. But um, with all that they were, stuff, they were they were expressing their First Amendment rights. Right. It's not their First Amendment rights that I had problems with. It was their <laughs> their, their criminal activity. <laughs> it, it was cause for concern to me. Uh, but you, you misunderstanding bastard. <laughs> yeah, I got a real problem. With okay, that. OK, OK, I'm done. I'm sorry. Sort of like, uh, 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 what is it, uh, Back to the Future 3? Uh, Marty, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. Those Indians won't even be there. Yeah, yeah, I got a real problem with that. Because <laughs> every time you send me in this car through that thing, stuff turns to shit. You know? Don't worry, it won't even be there. It's like, uh, no. Uh, but, yeah, so went back. They're still terrified of, of all the, the good good guns being uh, uh, stolen and everything. So just basically the dregs is out and everything. And everybody still complains that all the nine millimeter is gone. They got like cases and cases of 380 now. Everybody's like, it's just 380. I'm like, yeah, but it'll still stop somebody. But uh, they're. Uh, well, I mean, I went into ours just out of curiosity to see what they had. And I was wandering through the uh, ammo aisle. And, and all of a sudden, <laughs> this young lady with just sufferingly looks at me and goes, <gasps> what are you looking for? <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, just looking. Real, looking. And she, she went, oh, okay, I'm getting tired of telling people uh, that, that we're all out of 9 millimeter, having them get mad at me and ask me whether or not there's any hiding in the back. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I, 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 trust me, I'm in the same position. I get it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But it's a lot like that. I mean, people are just going crazy because they can't they can't find nine millimeter. Everybody's hoarded it, and they have limited supplies. Uh, not much of it is coming from the factories, if any. Uh, when when I opened up my canisters when I got to the the range yesterday, my brother looked at me and went, um, "Loaded up on some ammo, didn't we?" <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah. yes, I did. <laughs> it's, it's nice when you don't have to pay retail. Well, and that's what you do. But even that is probably limited. I yeah. I basically I've picked up a couple of the cases as they come in, but it's always been if there's enough coming in to be able to still sell to the customers. Right, which is you know some, which is great because you you have access to some. But it isn't, yeah, how much do you want, you know? Exactly. Or, yeah, give me too much, you know, <laughs> which is our normal answer. Um, I am very fortunate in that the target shooting that I do, 
uh, is not popular for panic buying because uh, I'm buying, you know, seven and a half inch or seven and a half, uh, two and three quarter inch birdshot. Uh, well, that, that, well, that's that's all we've got left at the store as far as, <laughs> you know, 12, right. everybody keeps coming in. You got buckshots or slugs? I got seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I got seven and a half, you know, and that's and that's pretty much true everywhere. Everybody's got seven and a half, which is what I shoot. It's like, oh, this is great. You know, this has not affected my normal target shooting at all. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so. I'm at Cabela's every once in a while, just picking up a couple boxes of shells, as I often do. And I noticed that there are less guns on the racks, on the, you know, kind of, I call them the dregs of the, you know, the, the, the dreg racks, right? The, the ones outside of the gun library. And I asked him about that. I'm like, well, all these look like... Because if you've never been to Cabela's, and I can't imagine anyone listening to this cast has never been to Cabela's, but I, for the sake of argument, I will explain. Uh, there are two different colors on generally speaking, at least in my Cabela's, I'm, I'm assuming everywhere, but two different colors of trigger locks. Okay, There's green and red. If it's a red trigger lock, that is a new firearm out of the box. They just took it out of the box, put it on a rack, and let you see it. If it is a green trigger lock, it is a used firearm. I noticed that all the racks were, like, you could see all the Savage stickers on them, and everything had a red trigger lock. Like, all the rifles, all the stuff, and it either said Savage, or uh, for the shotguns, it had Pointer, um, and some, um, oh, God, what's the, what's the other one they have? Um. Crap, I, I can't remember it. Um, I don't know. But it's the partner. Um, oh, crap. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Hold on. Talk amongst yourself, partner. <laughs> oh, 12 gauge. Uh, H&R. There we go. H&R. Oh, okay. Yeah, H&R partner. It's, it's, it's a cheap 12. It's a nice gun, actually. It's just inexpensive. Um, they make it in several different versions, but they had that out there. They had some Mossies, some Maverick 88s, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and But it was all red trigger locks, and I'm like, what happened? You know, like, like you know, the next gun show isn't for, like, another week and a half. I'm kind of jonesing here. Like, I haven't bought a gun in two weeks. What the hell, you know? And uh, I'm like, I'm almost willing to pay retail for one. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and guys like, uh, yeah, you know, um, ever since we closed the gun library, we didn't really think about this, but uh, people stopped coming into trading guns because there's nothing. We have those guns, but they don't see them, so they don't really care. So they stopped coming in to trade them. It's like it's really kind of weird. I'm like, no, it's not. It is perfectly reasonable because out of sight, out of mind. Everybody's keeping stuff. Everybody's keeping stuff. And if there's nothing that they see that they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to go get my gun and trade that sucker in for this. They're not going to do that. You know, so I'm like, because during their their big time, he's like, yeah, normally we do like 120 guns a day. You know, I'm like, what's it down to now once you close the gun library and took all the expensive stuff out of the case? He's like, 13. We went from 120 guns a day coming out of that store to 13. 
uh-huh. simply because they removed their stock and put it in a secure location. I'm like, well, if you can't see it, you yeah, can't it, get excited about it. Right. And believe it or not, and this is going to get me in trouble, too. Um, write all your hate mail to wing at Legends Podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nightwing at Legends Podcast dot com. We haven't uh, had the chance to do that yet, have we? <laughs> no, we haven't. Uh, but uh, he'll be happy to take all your hate mail. Uh, I don't understand. What did he do? God damn it, Sean did it again. You know. <laughs> did uh, you, I was gonna say, does he know that you guys do that? Oh yeah, he's very aware. He's gotten several of our email over the years. He'll forward it with with his normal. God damn it! I wish you guys would quit doing this. <laughs> <laughs> they eventually get to us, but yeah, not before we send them through wing. Uh, it's super great. Uh, I don't understand. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, most of the time, you don't actually need a gun. If you've bought a gun before, you don't actually need a gun, another one, right? Because most of the time, the gun that you have will serve the purpose. You either just don't like it or you want another one. Or Speak for yourself. <laughs> I have needed, I needed every one of soul, them. every one that I've bought. And this is the Until lie that we it. tell ourselves. Yeah, exactly. But you don't need another gun. You want another gun. It's sexy, and you, you're just sure. And it's the old line. How many guns do you? How many more guns do you need? At least one more. <laughs> just at least one more. <laughs> just one more. You know, sort of like Pirates of the Caribbean. How many times am I going to have to tell you? At least one more time. <laughs> uh, at least once more. Uh, that's kind of the way it is. It's, they're kind of impulse buys. I know they're not, but they. But it's kind of like you get, you fall in love with this gun. You you see it, you touch it, you have it, you hold it. Um, you 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 think that it's going to solve all your dumbass shooting problems, <laughs> and you really then you shoot it and realize, well, oh no, it's well, still just me. Because obviously, the fact that you can't hit shit is obviously the gun's fault. Of course, it is. It's it's always what it is. It's totally the gun's fault. It can't be me. I, I was I was talking to a coworker and he's uh, talking about a enormous Sig nineteen eleven full size nineteen eleven he's got. I uh, spent an absolute fortune for it and he hates the fact that he that we, he's he's fine with everything else he's got and he can't hit shit with this thing. It even sent it back to Sig to say to tell him that there must be something wrong with it and they sent it back to him and went no nope, it's perfectly fine. And I talked to him. I, I said, well, what else do you have? And he went through all the different other types of firearms he had, and everything at most had a four-inch barrel, whereas this SIG has close to a six-inch barrel, <laughs> oh, no. and, it's, and it's heavy. I'm sitting there going, messing with him. I'm going, dude, it, it, it's heavy, and you're dropping the front end of the barrel. you yeah, got to make concentrate on keeping it up. I mean, or you're either that, because, I mean, if not, I'm sitting there be going, dude, I do the same thing. I'm you're anticipating. anticipating. Yeah. Um, but... No, it's it like, dude, if you're not doing it with everything else that you have. It's just it's, this, yeah. You're dropping the front end. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it is, man. That's not, it's like neither here nor there. It's okay, but uh, yeah, man. So so for all of you listening, if you're having problems hitting the target, there's only probably about a 2% chance that it's the gun. It's probably just you. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, most of the time it's just you. It's like almost always and completely 
just you. I mean, sometimes you'll have a something that can be adjusted or, or like a, a long gun, you know, can be – now, you can shoot it. You can still hit stuff with it and everything like that, but it won't be perfect or it won't have the, the whatever so you can cut it down or, or change it or change the grip or change any, any number of things on it. That's absolutely true. But it's not the gun's fault. And a lot of people wrestle with that. Uh, some people, uh, like Jake and I, go, whoop, time to trade up. There's, <laughs> we'll just conven- conveniently disappear this thing and get something newer and better and awesome. And it's going to be the best thing ever. And sometimes you're right, and most of the time you're wrong. Uh, but it was amazing to me that that just that one little change, just that one little change. You couldn't see them. It's not that you couldn't buy them. It's not that you couldn't see them. They go get them for you. That you make an appointment and they go pull it out of wherever the hell it is, and then you could come see it. But you couldn't see them on the wall, and it was amazing to me how tactile the gun buying process actually is uh, in oh, real oh. terms. Oh yeah, I mean it's just with anything else to get that emotional connection to it. You gotta touch it see it and, you know it, it, it's always more fun to go and actually shop for them than it is to buy them off the internet anyway yeah I mean, no it totally is I off the internet just because you know you're not always going to find it on a store shelf unless you're willing to pay once again retail for it but yeah yeah and i i've become uh, low-key addicted to like trying to find diamonds in the rough you know, like like I I've bought guns I have literally no interest in, simply because they're inexpensive, and I know what they are. You know, like oh that's a twenty gauge pump action I could get that for a hundred dollars, so I'm going to because it's a hundred dollars. It's the it's the worst kind of gun buying, and then and then you fix it up and be like wow I actually kind of like this I. I could have another one of these only in a different way, or I could you know. And, and hey, this one, this one's a different color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this one's got a rib on it, and the other one doesn't. See, models are different. So now I've got one like this and one like this. I wonder if there's oh, there's a third version, and this one's got an extended tube on it. Oh, I'll need that. You know, of course I will. And you, you wind up with this collection of guns. Uh, in this case, a Springfield Model sixty seven. Uh, that you have and have had a revolving cast of characters because you're just sure that the next one you get is going to be better than the one you had because it has different features on it. And, um, by the way, don't do that. All Model 67 is the same, and it doesn't really matter what you have on it. They're a good, solid shotgun, but... Um, they, there's nothing special about them. They are inexpensive because nobody cares about them. There's a reason nobody cares about them because they're boring. Um, but when you see them there for like $75 or 100 bucks or something like that, and you're like, that is a perfectly functioning 12-gauge for less than $100 cash, well, I'm just I'm going to have to have that. you know. <laughs> and it's, it's a sickness. I freely admit that that is but the it- truth. Put it in the car. Yeah, put it in the car. I'll make money on it. You don't understand. I'm going to make like 40, 50 bucks on this. All right? My dad's just, Bonham will just sit there and go, God damn, another 67? 
Sean, you have three of them at home. I'm like, yes, and this is going to be the fourth, and I'm going to sell them all. It will be wonderful. You know, and, and then the pandemic hit, and I did sell them all for like 200 bucks a pop. And when my father called and said, hey, you got any of those 67s left? I got somebody who needs one. I'm like, nope. Nope. He's, you sold them all, didn't you? I'm, yep. <laughs> and then I went out and bought a, another gun with that. So um, <laughs> it it's a very tactile process, and you you get very needy when you're when you're like feeling guns, like oh, I could have you. You need a good home, don't? I mean, you talk to him like a puppy, you know, like you need a good home. I don't think anybody else understands you. <laughs> Like, no one's going to love you like I will. Like I will for the next three months until I get tired of you or you suck and I quit shooting you and throw you in a bag until I sell you. But until then, you're going to be very loved, you know. I mean, that's that's kind of... Now, there are your favorites, you know, the stuff that you're like, oh, no, that's that's good gun and I like that one and I'll never sell that one. Although I have quit saying the word never because every time I say that about a gun, I wind up selling it. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I've done the same thing. I think, and, and any of those of us who do the whole trading in and out thing have done that because we've, there's always been that moment where even though you've told yourself, okay, everything I've got has a place in, in, in my needs and my heart and it, 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 I'm, I'm okay. Then you'll come across something. It won't even make sense. It'll just be something. And you'll start going, what okay, can I trade? My, yeah. Like, which, which one can I live without? Could I live without both and then pay nothing for this thing? Could I do that? I wonder if I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, it's even worse because I, I tend to either break even or make a little bit of money on them when I sell them because I've, I've bought low and, and sold at like medium level. So it's really bad. So not only is it enabling... I'm pretty sure no matter how bad it looks and how crappy the gun is, I'm going to come out of it okay. And this is really a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really not a good idea because you're just like, well, I'm going to make money on this anyway, so who cares? You know, it doesn't matter how crappy it looks or how ridiculous it is or how much I don't really like the any way any piece of this gun feels shouldered to my, you know, put into my shoulder. I'm sure I'll either grow to love it or I'll make money on it. And you do the deal anyway. And I'm like, God, and you, you're in the car and you're happy because you got it. And you're just pissed at yourself because you're just like, oh, damn it. I did it again. I know I did it again. Bon is going to make fun of me as soon as he sees it. It's gonna, He's going to go, oh, you got the fever again, didn't you? And you're going to have to go, yeah, I got the fever again. And it's going to be a whole conversation. Well, and the conversation I've had with my brother so many times that I can't even count it anymore is, yeah, no, no. I think I'm good, and I'm I'm good for a while now. He's like, yeah, yeah, right. sure, yeah. <laughs> he's uh -huh. like, he's like, I, he's like, I haven't seen you yet with one without having something new and something else have disappeared. Um, you're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like if it's been a really long time, like a month or two, and I've I've stored up money or sold something or something like that, but I haven't bought a new one that's a really bad time for me to go to a gun show or a local gun shop or something like that because i'll buy something stupid just to buy something i mean it's 
it's that bad where it's just like, what shotguns yeah. do you have? Yeah, un- un- unfortunately, we don't have as much access around here because we don't have the huge gun shows. But, um, uh, and I'm sure you've done this too. But have you done the one where you just start looking up pictures of what it is that you want online, just so you can sit there and drool over? Only it? every day. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this yeah, one's I mean, got a shroud I mean, on it. Oh, look at that. You know? I, I mean, hell, right now on my screen, I've got a Henry Big Boy Carbine Lever Action 357 <laughs> on the screen. I'm just staring at it the whole time going, what you talking about? <laughs> Henry Big Boy, Henry Big Boy, Henry Big Boy, Henry Big Boy. <laughs> and the worst part about us, I'm sitting there going, okay, um, I could hit the buy now button on this but no 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 no. he said he was gonna see if he could find one i'll wait till next week yeah. but can i wait till next week what if he doesn't find one what if he doesn't find one <laughs> if there wasn't one and i missed it then i would feel bad <laughs> <laughs> maybe i could get this one and then have him send me the other one and then like we could make out some kind of deal like i could send him one of those crappy guns and, and then i could have two <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no i i've had all the rationalizations <laughs> i've done it all and, and what's bad is Bon is just as bad as i am and sometimes i'll like it'll be saturday afternoon and i'll get a call hey boy how you doing and i'm like oh he's bored this is gonna wind he's, <laughs> this is bad so i was thinking uh, I got this gun here, and I was wondering if you still had this gun, because we could trade. And I'm like, you know, and on one hand, you're like, he's bored, and he's just trying to get something else to shoot, and it's like, this will pass if you let it, like, if you just drop it for 72 hours, this will pass. And then he mentions what it is that he's got, and you're like, I could use that. <laughs> And you want to know what the really funny part about this is? There's probably a heroin addict listening to this right now going, oh, I know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what this is. This is you guys have a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's – especially with my the stuff that we collect, first of all, old-ass shotguns are some of the cheapest guns you can buy, right? Because uh, they're not expensive. They, they tend to make – uh, you know, a million of them, and that's not an exaggeration. Like five hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand, you know, seven hundred fifty thousand, a million. That's not out of the range for popular shotgun models uh, from twenty, thirty, forty years ago. That happens, and they're around, and they get beat up, and people they're not really valuable. They're just not. It's not like a pistol or a rifle. They're they're just not as valuable. Most of them. There's some that are. You know, like if it says Centauri on it, you're fucked. But um, or or browning of any kind, really. Uh, you're you're pretty screwed. But if you're if you come down a step a little bit, do your Remingtons, your Mossbergs, your Springfields, you know your your stuff like that. Oh, you can get a gun for for under two hundred bucks without breaking a sweat, right? Almost anything. If you're willing to wait and you're willing to shop a little, you can get something for under two hundred bucks. Fix it up, no problem. Uh, you get a really nice one. For two fifty three hundred, even if it used to retail for five or six, so when you talk about that, that as as I have been de- or dubbed low end gun flipping, especially with shotguns, um, it really doesn't take a lot, a whole lot of money to do that. So for for me, it's not like I'm flipping Porsches or houses or 
you know, something like, you know, something super like classic Harley Davidson's or something. It's not like that. <laughs> it's like a lot of times you'll you'll be digging around a, a shop or something like that and be like, yeah, what's that one with the cobwebs in the corner? Yeah, haul that out of here. What's that? You know, you you know, and you'll get that look. And you, you know the one I'm talking about the, where the 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 shop guys are like. Oh, you you don't want this. This is really yeah, really. Are you, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, let me see that. That looks great. Are we uh-huh. talking about the same firearm? <laughs> <laughs> I think this has like holes in it, <laughs> you know, or, or you know well, the. Uh, but but have the have the gun shops that you go to started to recognize that you're that you're a restorer? Oh yeah. Uh, the the smaller shops that I go, which is why I like trading back to the gun shows, because uh, the shops know who I am, and they have start like especially the smaller ones that I frequent a lot. They know who I am, and I've had to start buying from them and not selling back to them, uh, because they've started jacking up the prices because they know they're going to get fleeced. Because it's <laughs> they'll sell it to me for a hundred, and then I'll bring it back three months later when I'm when I fixed it up, been done shooting with it. Every, nobody in my family wants it. And I just want some quick cash and sell it back to them for two fifty, and because it's in flawless condition now. And after the third or fourth gun you do that with, they're like uh, two hundred seventy five dollars. And I'm like, the sticker on it says one twenty five. Yeah, but for you, it's going to be two. two I'll come down to two twenty five because I have. I'm going to have to buy it back at two fifty. And, and that's when you start going. But there's a hole in it. Yeah, but there's a hole. Yeah, but there's a hole. Look, it's missing the butt plate. What? What are you going to do? Like, it's cracked. The whole forend is cracked. I'm going to have to do another one of those. Yep, it's 225 for you. Uh, <laughs> or I've gotten, I've also gotten, like, I'll sell it to you, but I don't want to buy this back. I don't ever want this thing to come. I'm going to write down the serial number, and if this thing comes back, I'm not going to pay more than I gave you for it, you know? Because he knows that all he's doing is paying for me to shoot it. He is paying for me to shoot it, fix it up, and then sell it back to him. And it just it drives them crazy. So, uh, which is why I love gun shows because I'll buy them from a small gun shop, take them to a gun show for people, and and make sure that I spread it around enough that um, they don't recognize me. Because uh, some they get kind of hotly contested, especially as I have done. If I sell it back to the same vendor for more money because it's worth more now, uh, they get very annoyed. <laughs> And I don't know why. I'm like, it's better quality now. I mean, it's been refinished. It's been done. It's it's got no scratches in it. It's it's, you know, I've I've rebluted. I've done all the stuff. I've made sure it's mechanically sound. I've gone through it. I've cleaned it. You need to change your approach. With the local gun shops, you need to walk in and rather than telling that you're going to buy that from them, that you're going to for a hundred and fifty bucks take it and restore it for them, make sure everything shoots well, because obviously you have to, you know, test it. <laughs> and then bring it back to them restored for them to make more money off of it. I might have to, because it's like, like oh, they get kind of testy about that. They're like, yeah, they're paying for me to shoot it, and they know that's what I'm doing, you know? Well, and, and as I said, you just have, you have to, you have to switch the approach around. You're not, you're no longer buying that, ugly ass shotgun for them you're making it sellable for them they're they're, you're providing a service yeah and that's see that's always my point like when i come back i'm like yeah but you know you're gonna sell you're gonna turn that thing was sitting there for six weeks i made sure it was so i could jack the price down 
but no, but, but you but you hit it already. They they're looking at it as I bought the I sold it to him for this, and I'm actually buying it back from him for more money versus less. Right. Uh, uh, whatever you did to it was is beside the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. So 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 I'll you, restore you would, that for you. Test it to make sure it suits good. And then the worst part about it is, is with that couple extra bucks they give you, then you turn around, and go to go to a gun show, and buy yourself something you really did want. Yeah, yeah, I really wanted to see. That's why you're the the marketing arm of our new business when we open it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, because that's what I do. You know, I just like I like interesting stuff, and I like stuff that looks weird, and I like stuff that's old and kind of cranky, and like if, especially if it has one of those stories to it that's like oh everybody says this is crap and you look it up and it's like okay it's just an o-ring that's a problem or it's okay these action bars weren't well made but they make you know Brownells makes good steel ones now instead of this alloy crap and it and it fixes the the firearm i mean all of that stuff is relatively easy to or, do or, or even the fact that you know that you can go to a machine shop and say make me one of these but stronger right you know, or or uh, like is starting to happen. The welding shops are opening back up, and I'm going to fix my Ithaca because I'm going to bring that little freaking stamped piece of steel down there and be like, hey, can I borrow a MIG welder for about five minutes? Here's 20 bucks. And fix a $200 gun for 20 bucks, you know, uh, which I would probably be able to turn right around and sell for three. Uh, so... I mean, it's if you're willing to put a little time and effort into these things, they don't have to be wildly expensive now i'll say i don't own a henry <laughs> because a nobody beats a henry up b it's difficult to break one and c nobody would turn one loose in their right mind <laughs> right? well i mean it, 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 as you said it's a, it's a henry rifle you can you can get them scratched up beat up and all that stuff and they still work fine um. Yeah, they they were made to be slung across somebody's saddle and yeah. ridden around the desert for six years and still work. Um, I, I think the only thing I have with them, and it, it's still I still like the Henrys over the other ones, is and and Henry has just now started to manufacture them with it. Is I like the side gate versus the actual magazine loader. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, but 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 the new ones have it, and you know, quite frankly, if I got a magazine load, shit, it's still a Henry. See, and and here's where you get like feature versus bargain, and it happens a lot with with firearms, right? And you know, the like the the one with all the great features, like the best features, and it's the most popular model because they kind of figured everything out. It's also the one with the premium price tag on it most of the time. Well, yeah. Uh, so. When you when you go in like when I go to look at something and it's used or it's it's uh, you know had an issue or something like that, uh, most of the time it isn't the most popular one that you're buying, you know, or the one with all the engraving on it or the one with the the grade three stock on it or anything like that's not the gun you're going to get used. It's just not. Uh, people don't let those go like that. And, and the funny thing is, is I'm you know as much as I'm enjoying the cosmetics of a Henry rifle. Um, and I also like the polymer version. What I like about them is as I've uh, done all my research on lever action rifles, 
you know, Marlins are awesome. Winchesters are awesome. The Rossies are okay. What you basically hear with regards to the Henrys is that they are smooth. They are wonderful. They always seem to work. And it, it's just it's just a piece of mechanical artwork. It's real difficult to argue with that particular statement. I mean, the Henrys are well-fitted, well-finished. Uh, they come from a company that prides itself on quality, not um, the latest features or the best, you know, marketing or anything like that. They make their 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 staying or their 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 claim to fame on. Look, you know what you're getting when you get this, and what you're getting it, is the best we can do. And the funny thing is the page I've got open on my screen right now is, as we said, for the Henry Big Boy Carmine, is there's a little box to check underneath it from the store saying lifetime warranty for $33.75. And it's kind of like, why would you check that box? It's a Henry. If you, if you call anybody other than Henry to say that you're having a problem with your Henry, Henry is going to be offended and come and take it from you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you meant to say operator error is what you meant to say yeah yeah no they will i mean look i have a i i tripped upon it on a uh actually buona did uh a pair uh um no it wasn't a pair i gave him or didn't give him i sold him a, a 3030 for 150 bucks um and they normally reach it was a marlin 3030 lever action right had a, a beautiful checkered stock all that kind of stuff and we we tripped over that at uh, I think it was it was an estate auction or something like that. And if I remember that story, that's correct. Yeah, uh, it was it was either a friend of a friend or a state auction or something like that where the guy had passed away and he had sold all his guns and I gotten uh, I gotten them in bulk. I had gotten like three or four guns for a couple hundred bucks and I sold him this one for one hundred and fifty. And he put it in the car and that's the last I saw of it. Uh, in my house, uh, he's like, yep, that'll work. And had the box in the car before I really knew it. it's just like, sort of like Megan the other day, just counting out twenties. Uh, here you go. And walked off with it. Cause he'd always wanted a 30, 30 lever action Marlin. Uh, now Marlins are not like the Henry's. They are a very good gun, but they do not have the kind of finish work. Mechanically, they're excellent. But they don't really have the finish work that a Henry has. They just kind of don't. And not that you couldn't do it to it, but uh, out of the box, uh, a Henry, like big boy, you know, with the golden receiver and the, you know, the, 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 all, all the working and all that stuff, or, you know, the one with and, all the tooling in it and everything. And, 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 and the funny thing is, is I'm not even looking at the ones with the brass or anything like that. I'm looking at the ones that are just all blued steel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, well, they, I mean, they make all kinds. I mean, they make hardened get, steel receivers. Don't get me wrong. I would take the brass one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful freaking gun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I'm typically looking at the ones that are all blued steel. And it, it's just, and as I'm sitting here going, okay, I've found what I need as far as what, what got me into this, which was personal protection. I found that. I've got that. Sure. But yeah, what, well, it's kind of well. So I kind of reached the the what's next, and my, for a period of time, I thought I was going to build ARs, but 
you know, that, that just wasn't didn't really kind of go the way I wanted it to. And at the same time, you know, there's so much of the politics behind the AR that I have one and I will have one. But at the same time, I don't really want to be that guy who's got 12 of them. Um, <laughs> you know. You know, shotguns, I, I do like shotguns. The, my problem is is the fact that I've got bad shoulders, and I can only shoot a shotgun for so long. Sure. Um, so that really doesn't work for me. And so I came across these lever-action rifles, and I started learning more and more and more about them, and it's kind of like, okay, they, they are expensive, without question. But if I'm looking for something that, you know, with the different avenues that I have to acquire them, that can be paid off over time, that this is something that I can actually like collect and just enjoy. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I'm going. And now the worst part about it is, is, you know, right now I've got the, the lever action, the two lever action shotguns, the, uh, 410 ax, which is never going anywhere. And this month, the, and the, and the, (laughs) (laughs) and the aforementioned, um, black aces, which coming to my house soon. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, I, it's it's to the point where it's kind of like, okay, but um, I, I need one of those 357s. I may get a 44 at some point, but, you know, we're going to start with a 357. Okay, well, wait a minute. There's a 44 available. Would that be it? No, 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 no. We, we decided we were going to start with the 357s. But the three, but there are no 357s. So, so and, you, and I'm sure you know the thought process that is going through my head. Oh, sure. Um. So it's starting to drive me nuts. (laughs) See, I thought you were going to head straight for the one I just posted in chat, which is... Uh, Well, and the worst part about it is is I hit the wrong button. Now I can't seem to get there. (laughs) Which is the all-modernized, looks like stainless with a barrel shroud and a light and a red dot and... No, that's that's really not what I'm looking for. See, I thought that's where you were headed. No. And uh, and I was pleasantly surprised when you're like, yeah, I'd like a nice wood grain 357. And I'm like, oh, he wants, he wants, he wants to, it's like Pokemon. He wants to collect them all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's, you're now sitting in my territory. This is where I live. You know, it's like, well, I have one. How about six? Uh, that would be good. Um. I just I I can't help it, you know, like and especially at the price points that I'm searching for, um, you know, like my Marlin with the story I was going to go with my Marlin is uh, we ran across or he ran across, Bonner ran across another uh, Marlin lever action. But this one was a 44 Mac and I think he got it for like 50 bucks. It was broken. Uh, when we got it, it the the foreign was cracked like all the way down the center uh, line, so it had to be replaced. And you, it had a snap cap stuck in the feed ramp, and you couldn't get it out, and it was just jammed in there. Uh, those are the ones that I'm picturing at the moment. Oh yeah, no, I've seen those. Yeah, those are sweethearts. And the bottom one, the carbine, is is the one that. If I if I had to choose between the two, that's what I would go for. Yeah, the big the 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 big uh, lever and the in the short yeah the shorter of the two. That's a sixteen and a half. Yeah, see. Now that's tube fed. You know that, right? That's what I said. Yeah, I mean that, that's 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 what I said. As as um, it, because I enjoy the way a Henry works 
better than some of the other ones as just in the process of looking, I'm willing to forego the um, side gate for a tube thing. Yeah, it's it's, uh, and that's kind of how you you wind up doing those kind of things. It's just like, well, you know, it's all the same thing. It just doesn't have this, you know. But but case in point, my Marlin came and it was just like I had to spend seventy bucks or eighty bucks to to replace the stock and and uh, one of the other internals and stuff like that, and then go part, you know, clean every bust it all apart, clean it and all that kind of thing. But I still got a Marlin forty four lever action for under a hundred bucks. Exactly. So, or just over a hundred bucks, which if you wanted to retail one, I'm pretty sure is over three or 400, probably closer to five, um, with the way it was rigged out. So, and it had a, a grade two walnut stock on it, uh, especially after I ordered the forearm or forend for it. So it, it didn't do too bad. And I, I was like, okay, well that's good. Now I have a rifle other than a 22. You know, because Bono was always harping on me. He's like, you got piles of shotguns, you got a couple pistols, you got a twenty-two rifle. That's the only rifle you own? I'm like, that's the only rifle I'll ever need. And, <laughs> and Bono called bullshit on that immediately. He goes, remember that boar that charged us and you had to shoot with a forty-five pistol? My forty-five pistol? And I'm like, I, I, I recall, yes. Which is why you... Your forty-five pistol now. Yeah, I'm like, that's why I bought it from you, because, you know, uh, you didn't like it and couldn't pull it fast enough, and you're too freaking old to see anyway, so I put it on my hip at great personal expense. <laughs> uh, after he got done rolling his eyes off the back of his head, he's like, yeah, remember that? Yeah, it would have been a lot easier with a freaking lever action forty-four. We could have put that one down and the one behind it, not just peppered it with shotgun shells and then hopped in the truck and drove away, <laughs> you know, cause we got the first one, you know, the first, the, the big Tusker, the big male. Cause it was right, like right before dawn is when we like in the summertime, that's when we uh, go and show up at the ranch and, and it would be right before dawn. So we wouldn't waste any sunlight and it would be a little cooler. Cause it gets really freaking hot out here in the summer. Um, even in, yeah, it's Texas. In mid-morning, it's it's like 90 degrees. Uh, so it's too freaking hot. But in at sunrise, it's like 80. And that's tolerable for an hour or two. And so we were out there, and that's like pigs are, generally speaking, kind of nocturnal, or boar are. Uh, so he was going down as we were coming up, and um, him and, and a couple of them behind him. And he was one of those big fat ones, you know, like, probably four or 500 pounds. I mean, this is a big damn Tusker uh, male, got the big Tusk hanging out. And they're very, if you've never run into one, they're very territorial. And, uh, and uh, you know, you turn around and, and Bonnie goes, Sean! And I recognized the tone of voice. Like, like I've been with this man my whole life. I knew exactly what that meant. Grabbed the 45 on my hip, cocked it, spun around, and went, holy sh... And bang. Um... Now, a forty-five will will take care of things, but he did drop, but he still got a couple steps in. <laughs> you know, like, oh crap! And I had the second barrel, and then popped it, and then went. Well, that's all I got. If the other two charge me, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, my father had gotten his shotgun with number nine super target in it. Uh, 
peppered the other two, jumped in the car, and off we went until we could load something bigger and come back. Um, but <laughs> I'll be back, and I'm going to get you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. You know, I mean, it was uh, it was it was a fun morning. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we all had bacon later on that week because the owner of the ranch came by, and uh, he's like. What's that? I was thinking barbecue. Oh, yeah. No, there was some of that, too. But uh, we took home bacon. I probably still have some of it in the freezer. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, we, there was a lot to eat on that one. Uh, but the the thing is, you know, like if we'd have had a, I don't know, 10-round 44 mag lever action rifle, um, we could have solved that situation and then went shooting for the rest of the afternoon. You know, <laughs> or morning. Uh, so it's it's one of those things where it's like, hmm, that would have been useful. Uh, so, I mean, these are are super fun to have, and they're super great to collect and all that kind of thing. But they do they do actually function, which is probably one of my favorite things about them. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, they're pretty, and yeah, it's fun to shoot and all that kind of stuff. But they do work. Uh, and, and then there's my other thing is, is we start talking about politics that, that that little thing we get into from time to time here and there. Uh, you know, they they may at some point in life tell people that they don't want them to have semi-automatic rifles anymore. And that's when I look at them with my Henry and go, aha. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm prepared for the governmental apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, I don't even have words to go into that one right now. <laughs> yeah, I think very few so, of us do. Politics has gotten so crazy. I don't care what side you're on; it's gotten nuts. So, yeah, yeah. There's there's um, protests slash rioting. There's you know the plague. There's there's all this kind of stuff, and and it just makes me happy that I'm going to an eighteen hundred table gun show next week. Um, I'm jealous. It is uh well you're more than welcome to come down, but they last time we tried that they you know canceled nope. the country. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, they, st- they they still haven't let me live that down at work. <laughs> uh, no, apparently, me ever trying to take a vacation is one of the signs of the apocalypse. Apparently, it is you know, but we are still going to get you down. Like when it's fall and it gets cooler again, because I don't want to bring you down here in the summer. You'll die of a heat stroke. Um, but. Uh, in the fall, if, you know, the earth doesn't end and we don't blow everything up and the creek don't rise, all, all those kind of things, uh, if that doesn't happen, I'm still going to drag your ass down here. I, I look forward to it. <laughs> and we'll do it during, like, one of the big gun shows of the season so we can get that out of the way, too, so you can actually see what one of these things uh, do. I'm just waiting to, like, walk in and have it be, like, the first time you make it to Mecca or something like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you. No matter how much money you have, you walk into a, thou, a gun show with over a thousand tables, and you're like, "Oh my god, I hope I have enough money to walk through this show." Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't right now. <laughs> like, and, and, and I've heard you talk about it before, and I'm pretty sure that I would do the exact same thing, which is, "Oh, that's awesome!" But there's eighteen thousand more tables. <laughs> If I walk away, it may not still be here when I get back yet. 
there may be something better over there. <laughs> Have you seen over there? I haven't yet. Is there something better than this? Should I get it? I don't know. Maybe I'll buy both. I don't know. You know, and you haven't seen anything else. I mean, it's just, it's literally the first gun you, you, you liked, you know, but you're like, if I walk away from this son of a bitch, I am never going to see it again. <laughs> you know? And sometimes that does happen. Not often, but sometimes. <laughs> Where you walk by and the guy's like, I'm sorry, man, I, I sold that 10 minutes ago. And you're like, crap, you know, <laughs> damn it. I knew it. I knew it. And, it, and that even happens in small stores. I've got people who come in every once in a while and start talking to, uh, you know, one of the other guys behind the counter going, oh, yeah, I want that one. As I reach in and grab it, go, sorry, bud, somebody's over there. Got it. Just yeah, they, they're already yeah. filling out paperwork. Sorry, bud. <laughs> but don't you have any more? Nope, last one. Nah. Nah, that's that's uh, I'm afraid that's all, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done that. And and we uh we have what we call uh Bona and I call the walk of pride. <laughs> Which is I just got what I want, now I'm gonna wander around with a big goofy smile on my face. Yes. Uh so if we don't wanna go back to the car or it's like the Fort Worth gotcha where you gotta like you know, park seven miles away or some shit like that. You don't want to go back to the car. You'll walk the entire freaking show with this shotgun on your shoulder, just grinning like a damn Cheshire cat, like, grinning like an idiot, going, all right. You know, it doesn't matter how the rest of the show goes. I did good. Yeah. And you and you don't even get sarcastic when somebody looks at you and goes, did you buy a new gun? <laughs> You're like, yes, I did. <laughs> you do. And it's just like, and, and the other one's always like, because the other one inevitably gets angry because they didn't find something first. Whether they wanted the one you had or not, like, that's irrelevant. Like, they were looking for that, or you were just looking for that, and they weren't, doesn't matter. You found something, and they haven't. Like, you're going to walk away out of here happy, and they have not found their happiness yet. That is always the way it is. Uh, so it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, maybe it's a family sickness. I'm not sure, but <laughs> it's, it seems to be, it seems to happen a lot. Um, unless you're there like specifically to buy for somebody like all, you know, all, both of you or three of you or four of you or something like that came as a group because one guy needed this specific thing and you all four going to canvas the show till you find it. Um, and then it's, it's, we've succeeded as a group hunting party, you know? We've we found we've found the beast and brought it down. You know, uh, what were you looking for? Oh, the two dude needed a two seventy. That's like that's what he needed. You know, um, so it it does happen. It does happen. But see, I, I'm the only one in my family who gets obsessive about this kinds of things. So everybody looks at me as I'm grinning like an idiot, going, "Okay, guess he found what he wanted." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. Uh, there is there is a special kind of thing about like walking into a, a gun show or a gun shop or something like that and then walking out with something you either A didn't expect to find that you got a good deal on or B you were going for the right or you know you were going for this specific thing and you actually walked out with it. Um it's just like oh yeah. And from the time <laughs> You buy it and put it in the car to the time you get home or the time you actually shoot it, all is well. <laughs> Most of the time when you either A, get home and your wife goes, oh, God, another one. Or <laughs> or you shoot it in like low-key, don't want to tell anybody that you hate this gun and you can't wait to get rid of it. 
Like, but the yeah. time between then, awesome. <laughs> That's always the best time to have a gun. It's like, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm going to love it so much. You're going to be so great. You're going to be the best. We're going to be the best of friends. And then you <laughs> shoot it like you were the first round out of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you suck. You suck, dude. Like, no wonder you were cheap. What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? Oh, my God. Did your magazine fall out of the bottom of this or what? Oh, come on. You know, like anything. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Or, or wow, that is, I was unprepared for that kick. You are a rickety bastard. That's what you are. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or even better, when you don't hit the target the way you expect you to. Are you bent? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's shooting like 20 degrees off here. That's like, uh, it can't be a straight barrel. It's an optical illusion. It's an optical illusion. Its sights must be off or something. Does this have sights? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I put the wrong ammunition in this. I don't, I don't understand. It's not doing what it's supposed to. Hey, be. I've done that before. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> but, yeah, I... Uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So next week it should be good. I am super happy that uh, your daughter's shooting now. Super Me happy too. you got to have all your guns and, and uh, see some stuff and, and and look at some things and finally go out and shoot for a little while. That's good. You're you know, people are crazy at the gun shop, but that's that's pretty much to be expected. Uh, well but 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 most of the time I find that part entertaining. Oh yeah, you have to. You have to. I mean, because, like, wandering around, even if you don't plan to buy anything and all you're there is to spend your coupon and buy, a, you know, a, a set of 22 or, you know, a box of 22 or a box of shells or something, watching or, like, listening to the conversations that go down at dealer tables is absolutely hysterical because it's the same as a gun shop only multiplied 100 times. Yeah. You know, because you've got people who know what they're doing and people who think they know what they're doing and then people who really don't know what they're doing. And then the one or two people who really know what they're doing, they're in and out of there before. They don't even have conversations. They just go buy 10 guns and then leave, you know. Um, but, but it's funny to watch the, the whole situations unfold because you can pretty much put a finger on who's who. You know? Oh, and, and you forgot one category of people who think they know what they're doing. And these are the really, honestly, the fun ones. The ones who think they know about guns because they've played Call of Duty. Oh my God, I love the fake black rifle crowd. Oh, it's so they like not the actual military people or ex-military people or something like that who's who who've handled you know, actual firearms that you might use in that game because they've been in the military and they've had small arms training and they've been in the infantry or they've been in some in some kind of service. Those people, though. They just look at that and go, this is consumer crap. I don't want any of that. You know, or, or something similar. It's the ones, like you're saying, that are like, that use the Call of Duty terminology, which is incorrect, by the way. Um, I, I don't, I, that I don't even know. I just know people who sit there and go, this is the best on Call of Duty. I got to have one of those. It's kind of like, you know, anything okay. about this. <laughs> yeah, all right. You got money? Are you over 21? Do you have clear? Do you have a clear background check? Then you can have one of these. The best of Call of Duty. I don't think you're going to like that one, but okay. All right. Have you ever fired a Desert Eagle before? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I don't think you want to, but okay. It, Are you... it's, a, it's a little rough. 
Are you trying to take down an armored personnel carrier? I just just a question. Oh, well, I mean, it, it's funny because I got people asking me what's the difference between five five six and two two three. <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, okay, they're vast oceans of difference. Well, they're basically about the same size bullet. One of them's flying faster with a little bit more pressure than the other. Well, which one's better? Are you trying to shoot somebody with body armor? <laughs> then, okay, okay, okay. No, no. Then, then two, two, three will do you just fine. I mean, unless you really, 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 really want five, five, six, two, two, three will do you just fine. If, as a civilian, you are going up against people in body armor, you're already screwed. Yeah, yeah. So a two, two, three for a civilian, perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the deer's not wearing body armor. <laughs> just well, you deers out doing a bulletproof vest, going, come on, uh, come, come at me, me bro. <laughs> Although I do understand, and, and the 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 argument is, I made that con- or the comment the other day, and the the dude was like, uh, "Yeah, but you ever chased one down up a half a fucking mountain because the two two three did kill him, but it killed him half a mile later." And I'm like, "Point taken. <laughs> Point taken. Okay, that's fair. That's that's fair comment. Okay, now okay, you got to stalking not- track him." Now that I'm not that I'm much into deer hunting, but most of the deer hunters I know don't actually use two two three; they use thirty out six. Yeah, so. around here they use thirty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's Texas. You're going to use a lever gun for hunting. Yeah, no, I mean that's just what they do. Now some some guys will use you know something different or something like that, but the large majority. If you've got a good old country boy, okay, and he says I'm gonna go hunting. Um, there is a very strong chance the next word out of his mouth is going to be with my thirty thirty. Okay, I mean they believe in that round down here. Not saying uh, everybody uses it, but they sell a whole lot of them. <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, as I said, up here it's usually a bolt action thirty out six. Uh, also very similar. You know, um, there's uh, there's a big uh, there's a big contingent for thirty out six. There's thirty thirties. There's I mean there's there's all kinds of stuff. Now I, as you know, I'm too lazy to hunt. Um, uh, but <laughs> unless you're hunting at the grocery store. Yes, exactly. And in that case, it's like fish in a barrel, quite literally. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like fish on a shelf. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, there was, uh, I sold, I, uh, from a gun auction or something like that. No, it was a, it was a state auction. I picked up a Remington 700 and I know we got to go here, but, uh, I picked up a Remington 700 and I got it for a friend of mine and I helped him sight it in and I'd never fired a, a 300 wind mag before. And I had it resting on a boulder. Okay. And so I was shouldered resting on a boulder had it all doing, and just doing, you know, trying to zero in the scope. The first round I let off, it knocked me back off the boulder. Like I had to take I, two I was steps say, back. Please, please, please tell me nobody was standing next to you. No, no. Uh, and he thought it was hysterical because he's like, hey, would you help me sign in? You know, would you help me sign it in? And I'm like, yeah, sure. When you sign it in for it's like 100 yards. You know, I probably don't need this for anything more than, you know, 100, 150 yards. I can't see that far. I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'm like, I don't know why you need a 300 wind mag for under 100 yards, but okay, whatever. It's your gun now. Um, 
And I put that bolt, I slid that 300 wind mag in that bolt, and that thing knocked me back two feet. I'm not kidding. I mean, I was totally and completely unprepared for it. I'm like, holy crap. He goes, next round. Here you go. Were you low? Were you high? What were you? I'm like, son of a bitch. All right. You know. <laughs> no backseats. Let's go. I'm like, why did you buy this if you don't like shooting? He goes, oh, I like shooting it. Fine. Once. <laughs> You're going to have to shoot this thing like 15 times to get this thing going. <laughs> get it sighted in. I don't want to do that. It's too high, way too high powered. Son of a bitch. I mean, it's <laughs> like I'm missing my 44. I never thought I'd say that. Compensator on that sucker? No, it was just straight out. Bull, oh, you know, like, yeah, it was just a heavy bull barrel and and just a big 300 win mag, you know, Remington 700 with a synthetic stock. So it was light, except for the barrel. And it was front heavy. So, I mean, it just kicked like a damn mule. Just, ugh. That's why you generally see people laying down with those. Well, I found that out now. <laughs> like you got a like a table or like, we're gonna lay say, down that, or something. See, that's what that's why you get people who actually go to some of the ranges that only let you bench fire it and go. You mean I can't lay down? It's kind of like no, we bench is fine. It's kind of like this is gonna hurt. I need a lead sled or something, man. <laughs> like Jesus, that's, this is a lot. <laughs> so. Totally get it. Um, not really my thing, but I think I'll stick with my 44 Marlin, which doesn't kick hardly at all uh, in comparison. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of popular rounds all the way around. But um, you got anything else? I do not. Right on. Well, congrats on the daughter shooting. Thank you. Loving that. Uh, we will, uh, after, uh, I can't imagine I won't be pumped about the gun show after on Father's Day. So we will probably have another cast, uh, there and record there, uh, which you guys will hear several weeks from now. And, uh, we will talk to you guys later. Have a good one. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.